Welcome back to the Kelly Catrera Show, live from the teachers' protest at Queen's Park on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Today, for the first time in the history of the province, all four teachers' union staging a province-wide strike here at Queen's Park. We've got about 30,000 teachers and education workers slowly moving around the ring at Queen's Park. And I remember earlier on, like about honestly half an hour ago, you could move quite quickly around Queen's Park. Now they're down to a crawl. It's like baby steps. That's how, just to give you an idea of how many people are walking around Queen's Park, it's, I believe it's a three-lane road. So you picture a three-lane road packed with uh, not only teachers and education workers, but there's some kids here. There's some um, dogs here. People are bringing out the whole family because at the end of the day, what they're fighting for concerns every family in the province. And uh, the ring is the only thing I've described. Inside the ring, the lawn of Queen's Park, where somewhere Dave Woodard uh, from the Global Newsroom is in what literally looks to be a soup of people. I mean, you cannot move. Ashiba Siddiqui is a uh, she is producing the show for Chris Creston today and doing a great job. What she is doing is running around uh, through the crowd trying to find guests. Uh, she managed to secure Harvey Bischoff, who joined us. He is, of course, the president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. And then I said, Sheba, go get me one of the people that are here today that are completely invested in this. They are the teachers. We're joined now by Stefan, who works with the TDSB. He works in elementary school. Uh, Stefan, what grade do you teach? I teach grade one. Grade one. I love grade ones because they're really eager to learn. That's when you're really excited to be at school. That is true. You need to be an engaging personality to yes. teach grade one because you have to grab the focus and you have to keep the focus. Exactly. And that's exactly what you were doing. I mean, you stood out to Sheba from all of these people. She noticed you because you had a your own handmade um, sign which says, mm -hmm. hashtag, fire leche. We'll get to that in a second. But you also had a whistle. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently this is your yard duty whistle. It is. Do you feel a little bit like it's minus 17 outside and you're with a crowd of people? Do you feel a little bit like you're on a massive yard duty? It is a massive yard duty, yes. That's right. And it's a massive yard duty because it shows uh, the investment of every teacher in this cause. This is not about compensation. This is absolutely not about hiring practices or Regulation 274 that the government keeps on spinning, saying that it is all about union seniority. There is no such thing as union seniority. There is board seniority. That's not the same. Um, it's a massive yard duty because of all the fun that we all having. Um, when we came out here to protect public education in Ontario, it is an important investment in the future of our province and the future of our children. So yes, it is a massive yard duty because of all the excitement and the investment of every single person in there. We do not. Um, we're not divided. We are very united in this cause. Okay, you've been involved in uh, rotating strikes. I understand that your uh, the ETFO is going to ramp things up into phase six mm -hmm. as of Monday. We don't know what phase six is. That's true. Uh, you've been in phase five of job action. Mm -hmm. uh, that's included, you know, the rotating strikes and the one-day province-wide walk-off. When is it at all being a teacher in the midst of all this, is it at all demoralizing? Like, how do you feel? Like, if you were to t tell people listening right now that are parents, like, how do you feel in the midst of this negotiation? Because you're not at the table. No, you're right. There, there is definitely a degree of demoralization and, and feeling demoralized because um, 
you invest everything that you have and everything that you know in the betterment of the system, the improvement of the society as a whole. This is not just about the betterment of my students in my class or the school that I teach at. This is about the improvement of the entire province. If we do not invest in early years or education as the system, then where does that leave us in 20 odd years from today? So yes, from that point on, for sure, it does feel demoralizing, yes. Um, the other hand of that would be the fact that we are here to protect public education. We are definitely here to send a very strong message. This matters. It is not about compensation. It is about our students and their, and their learning opportunities. When you say you're having fun out here, uh, you're walking around in minus 17 degree weather. Do you think this is going to do a lot uh, for teachers' uh, morale? In, in supporting this fight, and do you think mm -hmm. that after today, teachers are going to e be even more entrenched in fighting for this cause, and at the end of the day, uh, what we're hearing from teachers is it is about the kids. Do you think this is going to put a little fire in your belly, and that th this is going to, unless the government decides to acquiesce, give in, compromise, that this is going to drag things out? I'm not sure as to how long it can go, and I cannot speak to that, but what I can say is that 100% we are very much so on board with our unions. Our unions, union leaders are not pushing us to do this. We are actually doing this because we understand the consequences of these massive cuts. This is absolutely not about the compensation, nor is it about our being forced to be here. We are very much so united. I mean, look out. Mm -hmm. Do we look divided? Not at all. Um, is it going to give us more something to, to keep us going, 100%, yes. Are you worried at all that, you know, your issues aren't the same as the high school teachers' issues? Uh, are you worried at all that the your issues and what you're fighting for is going to get lost in this, you know, um, show of solidarity? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Because class size matters, and class size is, is goes across the board, whether that be uh, a, the OECTA uh, union or EDFOR or any one of us. Class size is is a massive issue in both ends. Um, is our message going to get lost? The only one I'm really worried about is the full-day kindergarten because mm -hmm. the government keeps on saying that they are invested in keeping it, but they do not call it full-day kindergarten. They call it all-day learning. Hmm, what does that really mean? That's something that we need to look into. Um, Isn't it as simple as asking your union to ask them what they mean? They have been. Our union... Uh, and what are you hearing from your union? that they're not really committing to it. They're saying nothing about it, or they're saying yes, but they, they, they're not actually signed pertinent documents that are legally binding. What they're saying is just a, some kind of a, a letter of correspondence that goes from one minister to the public. When we look at what the Ford government has done, uh, the Ford government is very fond of going into uh, what the, the liberal government put in place and messing around slightly with wording and things like that. Could that just be what's happening with full-day kindergarten? They want to call it all-day learning because they don't like what the liberals called it when they brought it in? I don't think so. I think there's a bigger picture here. And I think the, that bigger picture would be to reduce the number of teachers in the public system. But then the question is why? Why are we reducing the teachers mm -hmm. and then replacing them with who? Who can we replace? I don't know how many thousands of teachers across Ontario. Well, I guess the fear is you replace the teacher in all-day kindergarten with two uh, early uh, childhood education workers. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between for people listening right now that don't know the difference? What's the difference beyond uh, degree for mm -hmm. early childhood education worker and a teacher? 
Can you let us know what that difference is? Yes, yeah, so, so a teacher is the one that teaches the curriculum of the province of Ontario. We have the license to provide the curriculums uh, as per Ontario College of Teachers. Um, early childhood educators bring a different perspective to the table. They bring a perspective of what early learning is all about and how to actually, how young children age four and five learn when it comes to play-based learning. That's why our full-day kindergarten is all about play-based learning, which doesn't say that they play and do not actually learn. So, so the activities that are set forth and put forth by the early childhood educators and the teachers combined are both educational but also play-based so that way children are invested in it and their well-being improves, therefore engagement improves and achievement improves. So what's going on is the early childhood, care, childhood educator doesn't have access to the curriculum so they would not, they're basically just suggesting ways with the teacher, working with the teacher saying, okay well here's what we're gonna do, you know let's put our, our minds together and figure out how to develop play-based activities mm -hmm. to actually, you know, um, Fulfill the curriculum? Is that? Yeah, engage the children yeah. and, and also teach the curriculum at the exact same time. Okay, and that's important. I mean, it, we, I, it's hard to believe that I can remember this far back, but I do remember kindergarten, and there was a lot of play based learning. Some of it was just playtime. Yes. So that you could keep the kids engaged. That's there, right. there, were, there were some things that were actually play based learning that, you know, the cow says what? Mm -hmm. You know, how do you spell that? You know, to, to get you ready for grade one. That's right. So that you were able to sit and focus for a full day in class. Exactly. And I remember that was the biggest hurdle um, when I was a kid was, oh my gosh, I've only, did, you know, we did half day at the time. I don't know if you did half day kindergarten, but I would imagine you did. Mm -hmm. It was a big deal to s sit a kid down a grade one and say, okay, you're at this level now when it's only been, what, four months since they've last been in kindergarten? Exactly. So kindergarten is of massive importance. And I think, right. and I think that changing the, the current model of one OCT or Ontario, um, OTC, Ontario teacher, sorry, I forgot, OCT, and an early childhood educator. I think that's of utmost importance to actually stay as the model because one provides the curriculum and the academic background and the early childhood educator provides the, the opportunities for learning through play. Let me ask you this, because you teach grade one, so you're getting the kids that come directly from full day kindergarten. That's right. Have you been teaching long enough that, because you look pretty young, have you been teaching long enough that you had kids that were coming in when it was just half day kindergarten? Yes, I have. Have you seen, what's the difference? What is the difference for you? The difference is huge, because now we, we are, the TDSB at least expects um, SK students to come out of kindergarten reading at, at level six, so that's an arbitrary number, but that basically means some kind of learning behind that number of level six. So what does that really mean? It means that the students need to be able to understand where to look when they start to read. Do they need to look at the top or the bottom, to the left or to the right? Which way do they look with their eyes when they try to decipher some kind of a text that we give them, for example? So the massive difference is that they're coming prepared to grade one in terms of how much knowledge they have around early literacy and early math, both of which are the foundation of further learning. Okay, and it's, did you noticed a difference, though, as I soon as... I have noticed a difference, yes. Because otherwise you're going to spend a lot of time trying to teach them where the, to look. Exactly. So if we, if we, if we change the c current kindergarten model, so right. that way, let's say there is no curriculum being delivered, or it's not necessarily the way it is right now, or it's not built on the way it is right now, then how will that look in grade one? And also research shows us something that's called developmental rate of opportunity that opens around age four and closes around age seven. And that's the most optimal time for a young child to learn to read. If we miss them in that window, where does that leave them five, six years ahead? Well, research says that they rarely catch up. Okay, I want to ask you very quickly, because we only have a minute left, why fire leche? <laughs> um, 
sadly, I feel very sad about this sign because this is our elected official. And um, it does make me sad that it actually is trending on Twitter. Um, Minister Lecce has been very active on Twitter, promoting himself, promoting all the greatness that they're doing. But look out this window. Does it look that there's greatness happening right now in our education system? So why Fara Lecce? I think the entire government has lost its credibility. Stefan, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate your welcome. time today. Uh, Stefan, by the way, I have to out Stefan. He was nervous about doing this. He said, I am not very good <laughs> at public speaking. And I would like to say, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't buy what you're selling. <laughs> thank you. Have yourself a fantastic afternoon. Thank you. Most and, definitely will. All right. Enjoy the uh, afternoon uh, on, during your protest with your peers and your colleagues.